All right, welcome to Podcast Idea episode 16. Today I'm here with... Wait a minute, guys. While editing this video, I just realized that some of the audio tracks were lost. So I'm going to have to dub over some of the stuff that we talked about. Anyways, enjoy the episode. Today I'm here with Baldy and David. Hey, what's up, guys? And today we're going to be talking a little bit about Baldy, their relationship and how they started their own business. So, okay, let's start with Boldy. Boldy, present yourself. Who are you? So, obviously, my name is Boldy. I'm a junior in high school, which would put me in my second year. And I study science. Um, I am 17 years, years old. And I'm David's partner. <laughs> business okay. partner. Ha, 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 ha. Anything else you need to know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not that formal, but uh, I mean, what do you work with? What? Because you, you said you were working. You couldn't come before. Oh, What's so that? you have two um, jobs, right? Yeah, I mean, one job now because the other okay. one was really boring. So I quit that one. Okay. Um, but I work as a, uh, as a waiter um, in a part-time. So I work during the weekends. Um, right. So uh, it's basically like an additional income. Cool. Cool. But, um, well, I need to manage both studying and work at the same time. And I'm glad I can be here finally. Okay. And you guys are not studying in the same class. No, no, right? no. We go to different schools. Okay. Let's just start off from the top. How'd you guys get to business? Well, it was actually... Start? Yeah, dude. So it was actually Boldy, and yeah, he he was actually just yeah, yeah, man, yeah, haha. <laughs> he told me I was like, "Yo, dude, I'm watching these YouTube videos. They're actually pretty cool." It's <laughs> okay. like I want to start my own business. So I was like, oh, "Okay, cool, cool." And then I was like thinking about it. Yeah, it's like, "Yo, that, that's actually pretty cool." You know, I think yeah, yeah, you could learn a lot. And then I was like, "Yo, dude, wanna wanna like do something together, or can I join in?" And I was like, yeah, sure. And then uh, that's where it started. That's where we started our own business. So at the time when I told you about this, I was actually already like trying out the waters. Yeah, was he, like, was, he was pretty much. You were yeah, I was already yeah, yeah, looking into Shopify. already starting it up. Stuff. It was pretty cool. Yeah, dude, but yeah. it was cool. Yeah, cool, yeah. man. Yeah. And dude, stuff? No, no, no. Um, thing is. Oh, okay. Guys, explain a little bit. So uh, how did that come about um so as i was saying i was just watching these videos um on youtube guys talking about how to make money online um all these big shot explaining that they make thousands and thousands of dollars every month and i guess i was hooked on the idea mm, so i started doing a little bit of my own research mostly from youtube videos and stuff like that it was kind of really really basic at the time sure so and then i just started out i signed up for shopify and stuff like that just um started importing a couple of stuff i had no idea what i was doing really and then i talked to david and uh, we started discussing like ideas we could make uh, yeah so like the type of product and yeah so david yeah yeah um um what's it called, Skatteverket, mm -hmm. um, here in Sweden, the place you pay your taxes to. Right. And uh, I was standing in line for like 30 minutes. Um, okay. There are a lot of people there on the morning and opening hours. 
but I eventually got in and I asked like a couple of questions, um, how I can start my own business and stuff like that. Okay. And they advised me to go to this, um, start your own business day, they call it. So I actually signed up for that and I skipped school and there were (laughs) a lot of, um, seminars there. So basically it was, um, an entire day just listening to people talking about the, um, what's it called? For startups. Uh, yeah, exactly. For startups, like um, all the regulations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I remember because first you were telling me. Yeah, you were telling me how the the stuff works and uh, how we. Yeah, uh, yeah. Very cool. I was like, okay, cool, cool. You know, and then I started doing my research as well. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But I was thinking, it's like, yo, Baldy, isn't that like a. <laughs> It's like kind of where to where the place to start because there is a lot of competition, yeah, you know. Exactly, it's, it's a like very saturated then, business. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, how are you gonna get your like idea out or your products out there? And uh, I was like, yeah, it's like yeah, we're like researching or thinking. And then I was like, yo, Bold, you want to start um, like a business, you and me? And that's where it eventually started. Okay, so I actually so, just a fun <laughs> story. Fun story. All um, right, go. When I was doing this. Um, phone case thing i actually even went ahead and bought a domain <laughs> just when i'm thinking really? i was like yeah i'm just gonna slap it <laughs> what was it called okay, so you... it was like king no, something. No, i think What's i called it like... the phone palace yeah phone, <laughs> palace. phone palace yeah i remember that or yeah i'm pretty sure it was that one yeah so yeah okay so my my custom engravings why engravings how'd you get that i mean we were thinking i'll let david take this one because so, so I, was... I was i was looking into what products to to sell and I didn't want a store that was just like AliExpress and uh, it wasn't full of the different products like products that you always see for example okay. phone cases accessories it's like I mean you go to AliExpress you know or eBay or even just like the local shop and it's already uh-huh. pretty cheap you know so I was like phone you know chargers and stuff they they like they would rather buy it in the local shop um mm-hmm. then order from china which takes like 40 days or something you know so i was like okay we need to be a little bit more um specific and i saw this video where they actually mentioned that if you like evoke emotions um the cust- like customers emotions right then that's where it actually sticks and those are the like the good products right because sure. phone cables and like accessories they, they don't really evoke emotions but for example all these like valentine's things you know it's like it's, it's kind of special right because it's personal so that's when i started thinking about personal stuff and that's where the id engraving uh came from did you did you find an engraving or you no, already, uh, I was you actually, thought about engravings or no how, I, I, yeah it was actually engraving so i was actually already thinking about engravings so i i looked for it in some websites and i saw that i could drop ship it and i thought it was a good idea because it, it could show emotion it could uh tell a, a message uh and people could cu- customize it and, and yeah, it seemed like a good idea to dropship this product. Exactly. And as okay. you said, like we were supposed to make it personal because many people are not many people, everyone who is buying something. Okay. Not everyone. This is very gen- general, but most people who buy uh, something, they buy based on emotions. Sure. That mm-hmm. was what exactly. we were trying to achieve, like evoke an emotion, which they can then convert in our store. 
and mm-hmm. higher priorities. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so a focus on emotion was better. And you guys, just like me, you guys did drop shipping in the beginning. So exactly. Why and how did you get into it? I think it originally started Probably with uh, us watching some videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that seems right. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's where it started off, I guess. I mean, for okay. youngsters like us, dropshipping is kind of the easiest business model to go. Yeah, with. you don't it, need to have inventory, keep stock. Yeah, it's actually basically well, okay. Ship out on demand. So. so just for a reminder, what is drop shipping? Maybe you guys can explain that for me. Again, I know what it is, but just for everybody else. I mean, you basically sell from uh, from the manufacturer, right? Directly to the customer. So, so for example, most of the times, yeah. What? Most of the uh, yeah, times. most of the times. But that's like the principle to get it as cheap as possible from the manufacturer, um, and then they have a very low uh, profit margin, right? And then that's how we can sell it to the customer. So we just basically ship it out from the manufacturer to the customer and skip out the middleman or the middle shops, I guess. And that's how we make our money. I mean, the thing with dropshipping is that we become the middleman. Mm, exactly, exactly. We're connecting um, these factories with the, the customers. Mm-hmm. So and by dropshipping products, whatever it can be, um, the, one who do, who, the one who does it, they're the ones who... Um, become the middle yeah, we get paid pretty much for promoting keep, yeah, the exactly. products right they keep the they can mark their own prices and they just keep the money that is made between mm. okay because i don't know if you guys reach some sort of problem like that before but i mean the the main issue with drop shipping or people point out is that why wouldn't you just go directly to the manufacturer and order yourself? Because a lot of people don't know about that or they think that, for example, that what we have to go through is pretty much uh, AliExpress, right? And okay. then at AliExpress, there's a lot of things like in Chinese, it might not be, people might think it's not safe. But if we um, if we make a website, which looks legit, it looks good, right? We can... We have, <laughs> You're making no. it sound like a scam, David. No, I'm just saying that <laughs> if it looks good, we can advertise the products and we act as like a distributor and we take care of the customers. It's so it's better customer service. So they pretty much um, pay for the convenience because on AliExpress, for example, we have to buy the item and then send a message to the seller uh, with what engraving you want. And on our website, for example, we enter it and then place the order. So m- some people, including me, thought it was kind of risky at at the start but then when we started ordering and stuff we realized that it actually looks pretty good and uh, the engravings you know work out the thing is i also want to add like why people don't go to the manufacturer itself is because it's sure. because people are driven by emotions um many um, people who shop online they are they uh, make a lot of impulse buys which means essentially when they see a product they like they're gonna buy it and not search for an easier or cheaper mm-hmm. way to obtain that product so if you can get out your advertising and target the right people, then you're bound to convert some sales at least. Mm-hmm. Okay, but thinking purely from the perspective of the the consumer then, why, so you're hoping that people would go directly to your website and, and just by impulse buy there instead of making their mm-hmm. own research. 
and finding somewhere else. Mm. I mean, not Isn't necessarily. The I mean, as David explained, it creates this sense of convenience when mm. shopping sure. through. That and side. also trust because we can actually order the products ourselves. So the customers don't have to go through the process and we provide a, an outlet which is safer because they can trust that we verified the products that we're selling to them. I would rather pay a little bit more okay. and then buy a product from a website that from a website that looks good and has good customer service, fast customer service, right? Because then I know what's going on. So I'd rather pay okay. that extra price and go to them than go to Aliexpress. Right. So Okay, so uh, from the time more over a year now that you guys spent with drop shipping, if you had to recommend it to someone, what things would you say aren't good to do or uh, what recommendations do you have? You what, mean with the business model drop? Yeah, with drop shipping, like what products to choose, what methods to go for, what do you have to focus your time on? just that in general i mean um, let's start off by saying i guess it's very important to have a um, concrete idea which you want to do um, because if you go into these huge retail sites like aliexpress alibaba ebay um, you're gonna be get overwhelmed by the immense amount of products you see in front of you so uh, it's important the i guess that is the most important thing to find actually a good product which um, you believe would make sales which even you yourself would buy because mm -hmm. then it's a higher chance you will convert with that. Exactly. Product. Another thing I'd like to add is that you have to have like a, you need to know what you're selling. You don't want to make an Aliexpress 2.0 with just more right. expensive prices. Cause a lot of things that I've actually seen when looking at other drop shipping stores to get some inspiration and stuff, it's pretty much Aliexpress 2.0. They have a bunch <laughs> of products, bunch of different type of products. And it's like, okay, what, what are these people actually selling? They're pretty much just reselling uh for a higher price exactly what you're trying to say david is you need to have a niche specific mm -hmm. store exactly or at least in some sort of way have um a bracket around your products and keep it in the same category mm. okay and if you had to go back and you you could talk to yourselves before you started what would you say oh tough question it is mm. I mean, maybe a piece of adv advice that you didn't know before starting that's valuable. It could mm. be in general in business, anything. All right. Um, I guess um, the thing we struggled a bit with was finding our audiences and where we should advertise because um, we started off with um, doing a couple of Instagram theme pages. Yeah, uh, that is sure. one thing I'd actually like to add is that don't go through right. Instagram or at least people that you don't trust because <laughs> what we found. Okay. Okay. Maybe that's a little story. Here, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, we did a lot of advertising through Instagram, right? We got first of all, this was actually pretty weird or this is how we found out later that it was, that was a not, very, not a very good idea is that we saw we we're basically aiming for pages with a lot of followers, right? To reach out sure. to as many, uh, to as big as an audience as possible and basically is that 
some accounts already had a lot of advertisement or if they had advertisement previously, they deleted those posts so you wouldn't see it. And then we're like, okay, it's like 100, 200,000 followers. And then we we sent them DMs and we we saw that they answered and they answered with this template which showed the prices. So like $50 to or like five posts you know 35 uh-huh. or whatever sure. so you could tell it's like they're they have they're some experience they're used to it these dms it's okay. like so i was like oh hi hello you know yeah we checked out your website nothing like that i was like yeah of course you know um and pretty much what we realized that is that a lot of followers these followers are bots so they're not oh. real people and they're actually i wouldn't say fake to 100 percent, but a percentage of their followers are fake so you're basically not reaching out to that many people yeah the thing is um Young and naive, eager um, business um, opportunistic guys, as we were, <laughs> um, got blinded by the numbers, which you shouldn't be. You should obviously um, okay. be aware of the engagement the site is having and not just <laughs> look after the numbers exactly. because the numbers in itself doesn't mean anything. Or, I mean, by numbers, I mean amount of followers. The numbers you should be looking at is the post engagements. So, okay. Um, uh, it doesn't matter if in a, a theme page on Instagram has over a million followers, mm-hmm. um, but they only get like hundred, couple hundred um, of likes because that would obviously mean that uh, um, the page isn't getting the engagement it should at the amount of followers, and it would leave us at a bad investment to advertise in their site. Yeah, and another thing that was kind of weird or a coincidence, I guess, or actually it wasn't. But what I noticed okay. <laughs> after that I uh, that I reached out to maybe a couple of pages, right? Like four or five. Then maybe we work together with one or two, let's say. After that, the day after, I refreshed my DMs. And I saw that it was full of messages from these other accounts. Or do you want to promote your products? Hey, do you okay, want to promote Okay, so they all talk to each other. Everybody. <laughs> or I don't know how it worked. No. They have um, engagement groups, I think it's called, where... Um, people um at the same caliber of instagram pages hang out <laughs> basically <laughs> oh i've heard about that, that. Yeah, exactly. is it like telegram uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah i've, yeah, I've yeah, heard exactly. about that yeah. when i was researching for mine and okay tell be, me about that um well basically um people who do these theme pages they um, keep in contact with each other but not just that um i mean many of these pages are actually run by the same people mm-hmm. so in the sense that okay me boldy i can own up to like i don't know 25 different instagram theme pages yeah uh-huh. it was another thing they were like when i sent the dm they responded yeah we have other uh other pages uh about okay. cars about okay. whatever you know like motivational exactly, exactly. or like whatever and they were like uh, like basically is sending if you like, want to choose which one exactly works yeah. best for yeah, your, they stated how many your own followers store. they have as well so i was like okay so they have multiple pages okay so shifting just a little bit now that we started with advertisement how and what is best for a store like your guys's what worked best for you because uh from my experience Facebook ads and Instagram ads weren't too good for me. I probably did many things wrong with them, but the overall result wasn't too good. Mm. That and combined with the fact that I didn't invest much in influencers and stuff like that and pages like you said. So what were what was the best strategy for you guys? Well, the thing is you need to test um, many audiences. You need to know sure. your... Um, 
your target group, your mm -hmm. demographics. So in a sense, you need to run a lot of ads on Facebook, for instance, to find your um, profitable um, uh, target group. So uh, that would actually put you back a lot of money. And uh -huh. in a sense, um, that could be a hurdle for young entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs uh, like us, <laughs> yeah. entrepreneurs like us, um, sure. while still, still in school. So you need to know your market and you need to know your audience. That is very important. Otherwise, you are advertising to the wrong people or, or non-existing people, such as bots. So, exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> Would you say that's better? A better strategy is to focus on a product that has a specific audience, or choose a product and then find the audience. I mean, or I think matter. first of all, first of all, uh, you need to find out the audience before you start marketing. Or I think you would save money right because if you you could probably research like who could be the potential you know customers <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, i i think you you would save money from that but i think you should also go out and test for example facebook ads and just reach out to different people um reason being is that then you have a better idea we didn't experiment or uh, experiment with facebook ads that much we ran one ad. Um, we didn't get any sales from that. No, of course not. I mean, one <laughs> got, ad is never going to be yeah, verified. Yeah, and then like five sure. people went and checked our website, right? Uh -huh. So what actually worked for us was surprisingly Instagram. Um, and I think that the mistakes that we did is that first of all, we went to pages that had bots and stuff. Okay. But I think also there was a percentage that were real followers otherwise we wouldn't have made any sales of course of course but i think the best way or the best way that we found out later right is that um is through instagram and preferably pages that don't have that many bots but still through those pages that ab advertise your store like that like yeah. posting directly not ads exactly but instagram. it depends on which page because it's not good to reach out to a page that always puts posts out like every third or fourth post is an advertisement okay. even you have to you have to do some research and just go and follow that page for a couple of days maybe to actually find out because sometimes they delete it after 24 hours um so they don't leave it up so you if you go in and check their feed it might look like they have a bunch of like pictures of cars or whatever but then you know they delete all the advertisements of course so you need to find uh, on instagram a page that is not saturated and flooded with advertisement and back to your question now um you need to be aware of both the market you're advertising in okay. and of course have a product that fits into that market but to actually find out find out your audience it will take um well a lot of ads to uh, mm. a lot of testing yeah exactly a lot of testing otherwise you can't really draw a conclusion if it works or not yeah but i um, do believe that you can also do it some to uh, through research oh yeah, yeah you need to do the research before you do the yeah. advertisement obviously but um like running advertisement and finding um, a profitable audience is also research yeah but i don't think you can find your actual audience right away Okay, nice. But guys, if you had to... Okay, just to finish off with my custom engravings. From, from the beginning, how did it go? Uh, in the sense, did, did you get more sales over time? Did it fall after a while? 
I mean, uh, did it keep going? How is it now? In the beginning? If I no, the the whole journey no, while no, running. Start but, from the beginning. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Um, you guys go. So in the beginning, we were we were working. So we were having these meetings. We were working on the website a lot. We we were finding these products to sell. Uh, really focus on the customer experience. But yeah, then we finally started or opened the store. In Beginning of January? December, actually, I think. The, yeah, or like 30th, yeah, yeah, exactly. 29th. And then we started officially paying like the first or second. But yeah, it was more around February in Valentine's Day. That is actually where we made most of our sales. We actually made... So a year ago. Yeah, a year ago. Um, and it was pretty good. Sometimes we even got two, three sales a day. That was the mm, yeah. best three sales during a day. Obviously, during Valentine's Day, um, our demographics skyrocketed. Mm. Um, and it's still a little bit of an unknown source where our yeah. customers came from. We couldn't really locate them. Because we hadn't run any Facebook that. ads at, at that time. time. Yeah, exactly. It was only in like August we ran, or July, when <laughs> we ran our first Facebook ad. Yeah, there's where the conclusion came. Exactly. Came from Instagram, exactly. or they had to come from Instagram. Otherwise, we have no idea. Yeah. Um, so we weren't really keeping track of our um, customers that much. Um, so essentially, after Valentine's Day, our sales kind of flopped. And, uh, yeah, at that time, we did check uh the percentage you know as you could see like facebook and instagram like where your customers came from and it was um sometimes it came from facebook where it was actually very few clicks but mostly it was from instagram at that time mm-hmm, yeah. but i don't know from what page or how it, how it, that came around but it was from instagram because um the thing is at the time these advertisements were up on the pages no sales came through but a couple of days later, mm, exactly, it started popping up. Yeah, we were waiting like eagerly. Yeah, exactly, I remember exactly. when we put our first ad. It's like okay, it was up on the Instagram page, and we're waiting as the no sales. And there's nothing. Yeah, we were kind of disappointed, and then suddenly yeah. pop. And what about now? How is it now? How's it going? I mean, we uh, we quit, right? We yeah, exactly. we shut down Microsoft. Yeah, we right shut sadly. We <laughs> shut down the company. Oh wait, how long ago? Like a month ago, mm-hmm. maybe and uh so it was basically a year uh it was running, sure right and then after february it started to go down the sales march we got some in april but then may and june not really we got like one in august then maybe one in october yeah. and two okay. in october uh, and then that was pretty much it because my custom engravings was our um, adventure of starting actually mm-hmm. and just running a business for us exactly rev- that was, a, it was a very good testing source yeah, for us we did learn yeah. a lot yeah getting a lot of knowledge acquired from that mm, but we didn't really do that seriously i mean no. obviously we were just doing it when we had time exactly. because we were always caught up with school and stuff like that but all in all it was a really really good learning experience mm-hmm. so i, I suggest that everyone should act, try it out um at least once Mm-hmm. yeah i mean if, if you're you interested in the, business, of course if you're interested in business yeah like, yeah you're not going to get anywhere if you don't try anything and uh why did you shut down just because there weren't many sales I mean, or, first or of you all, just didn't like it anymore many sales second of all we didn't have that much time and we felt that 
my custom engravings, I mean, it's most likely that we get most sales in February around Valentine's Day, right? And okay. I think this could be like a seasonal thing. So it's like maybe sure. because some sh- uh, some stores I know change out their products to uh, to match, you know, certain. The thing like, is, our best selling item was like a um, custom engraved keychain mm-hmm. perfectly for Valentine's no, Day. No, it was the calendar. Yeah, it's a calendar. Key yeah, chain. A calendar keychain, which was at Valentine's Day exactly. in February. Um, but then after like summer, nobody really buys that only if it's like an anniversary or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so that's why we felt that it's like it's not really going to work out, you know. And we're well, just paying is, it every month. The fee. Month, we didn't put down the work that needed to be done to be a mm-hmm. uh, serious business. Obviously, um, it was as I said, more of a testing round for us mm-hmm. to exactly. play around, try new things, try strategies that we weren't um, knowledgeable of, and yeah, basically. Um, we could have done it more seriously, obviously, but mm, we both like it was more of a testing ground for us, a sort of a playground yeah. sandbox. But we decided that thing. since we have this knowledge now and we've learned a lot, uh, we both agreed upon the fact that we would perhaps maybe start something in yeah, the exactly. future sure. and then start again with the knowledge we have. Because I, I, I feel like it's a very similar story with my store. It's, mm. It's almost yeah. I feel it's, it's bit for bit. This might be like pretty common story for most like entrepreneurs. I I guess it's common at least with with uh, drop shipping. Our and age young. and drop shipping because I have people. Well, I've been posting different videos now as well, and my first one, my first different one that wasn't a podcast was about my fir- my first store, and it was very similar to yours. I think you remember Baldi because David kept telling mm, you, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, I had. Well, my conclusion with that was that to work with drop shipping, it was mostly something that was very niche and that it was specific target audience, like you said, and maybe would have been short lived. And usually one product stores work better because you guys said that the keychain worked better for you guys. So mm-hmm. You had brace blue, sorry, <laughs> bracelets and all. Exactly. I remember I even ordered one. Yep. Do you remember that? Yeah, you, you were. Still have that? You were. He was our first sale. I remember Nick. He was. Yeah, Nick. Oh, I'm pretty sure. See, I was always. Do you here. still have that? Somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in, my, uh, in like a drawer. Oh, uh, can you show that later? I I can try to find okay, it. Okay, okay. If I find no, it, the first time yeah, see exactly. our own products. <laughs> yeah, we actually <laughs> never order. Our oh, products. yeah, that that's the thing. Cause I in the beginning I had a high. <laughs> My it's cost- obviously a big no-no to not see your product. Exactly. No, That's course, another reason to why we actually shut down the store. <laughs> yeah. If I may add something later on. I- yeah, I feel like I had a, a little bit of uh, a higher cost in the beginning because I ordered some products to, to try it out. But because I had no idea what to sell, I started with the, the phone cases, mm. just like you said. And it was saturated. Mm. It was a bit too much. And people yeah. kept saying, oh, yeah, I can just find that somewhere else, which was true. And another thing that I would like to add is that um, that yeah. <laughs> wait, you forgot. Yeah, wait one sec. Well, I can take over. Okay, yeah, go time. on, Baldi. Please. That, um, <laughs> the thing with um, you mentioned that a lot of dropshippers and young entrepreneurs face the same problem, like um, starting their first um business and then it failing in a sense um well obviously careful with the microphone just oh okay my bad. yeah um, yeah no, i was keep saying going, keep going yeah, yeah um well uh, in life i mean uh, most big entrepreneurs um 
have failed like numerous times and you need to fail to actually learn something because you only learn through failure failure and so that is a very important step of your career to actually go out something go out there and try something um yeah that's the only way you're really going to learn by putting yourself out there in that um position where you have to do something so now i remember i just want to add one <laughs> go, go uh, on one thing I... that i actually that was my goal for uh, because i was i was i've always been interested in business and stuff i've just never you know started something but what my actual goal was to um to or that if 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 i ship out a product for example it's like i ship it out to you nick right then I want to sure. be I want to be in control of that product. I know before I send it out, I know the the quality is up to up to uh, up to speed, and I trust this product, and I can make sure that the customer can be satisfied with this product. Happy with the quality and the overall experience. And I felt that we since drop shipping. You know, it basically we're skipping the middleman. Sure. So basically, us we didn't really have control over how the package looked like, what the quality was, and another thing, another mistake we did was not ordering the product. We had no idea what we were shipping out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were uh, just skipping. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, um, so that's another thing that I wasn't really proud. I didn't even really know what I was shipping out. Yeah. So that was another reason to why we shut it down. I feel like that's the same with me that's why i started doing the shirts right mm -hmm. i i didn't want to have the same thing it mm -hmm. was like uh from any place you could just buy the same product i yeah. want to have my own brand on it and what i saw also what you were doing you were adding tags and stuff so with the contact information and instagram and all this on the tag you're also in control when you send it out you know they have a cool tag definitely. they see the contact definitely. information which they probably wouldn't add in pakistan or you know for the of manufacturer course, yeah That's just branding it mm -hmm. in a sense like creating an own brand yeah yeah and it really looks cooler brand. as well yeah I, I want to just get back to what bodhi was talking about about failure mm -hmm. and i totally agree with that i feel like i'd much rather have failed with this uh now as opposed to later as well because then i now i'm comfortable now i don't have any problem i didn't waste my own savings or mm. uh, my whole like savings account anything like that but i feel like if you have the means failing can bring you really far because yeah. then now I, I i know that i know so much more and i've grown as a person mm. at least personally i mean of yeah. course of course and uh, i just want to touch on the word failure it's such a loaded word uh sounds yeah. so negative but I, I wouldn't say this is a failure actually i mean we um no, exactly. That's the, the point. overall experience isn't actually a failure. I mean, if in, in it's our a bonus. sense, it's a success. Exactly. Yeah, it, same. I mean, I remember in the beginning for me, I I kept telling myself, just well, convincing myself as well, that I didn't want to do something just for like financial success, whatever. I mm. wanted to learn from it. I wanted to gather experience. That was the main goal. And I feel like I succeeded with that. I believe it was also your guys's goal. Exactly, so, yeah. totally agree. Yeah. That that's Boy. the point. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, young and naive yeah. wanted to make money, obviously, yeah. but of course, with that came knowledge. And yeah, but we're also thinking that the money we make, we can reinvest into the store, and make it grow. Yeah, that's right. Both the company and yourself. Yeah. Last question. I just want to know, from the beginning 
to now, what has changed from your guys's perception to what business and to what entrepreneuring is and how you approach it now? So next time that you do something, what's going to be different? What have you learned? All of that, maybe you can summarize it for us. Obviously, you're not going to make money overnight, as many of us do. Yeah, that's, that's like, a big thing. If you're young and uh, eager to make money, business isn't the right way for you. Maybe you should go out and buy a lottery ticket, because otherwise you won't be able to make <laughs> money overnight. It's a pretty long and hard process to be able to get to the point where you're actually making money from it. Mm -hmm. It's a long-term thing. Yeah, exactly. Patience. Patience right? is key. Mm, it is. And hard work, obviously, because without hard Definitely. work, even if you have patience, you're not going to get anywhere. So uh, you need to invest both your time and I guess money as well into the business, but mostly time um, to make something work. Definitely. Well, that's a good message. Guys, thank you for joining me. This was awesome. Long time coming. Yeah. Thank you, Boldy. Thanks, Nick. Thanks again, David. Of course. And guys, I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.